0: Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we study the passage in John chapter 10 called the Good Shepherd. We know that Jesus is our Good Shepherd, and so let's unpack this passage together. We hear in the scriptures. Jesus says, Amen, amen, I say to you. Whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it up for him, and the sheep hear his voice as he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, He walks ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, they did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved, and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd a good shepherd, lays down his life for the sheep. A hired man who is not a shepherd and whose sheep are not his own sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works for pay and has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know mine and mine know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I will lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. This command I have received from my father. Again, there was a division among the Jews because of these words. Many of them said, He is possessed and out of his mind. Why listen to him? Others said, These are not the words of one possessed. Surely a demon cannot open the eyes of the blind, can he? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So this image of Jesus the Good Shepherd is one that makes us feel good, doesn't it? How many beautiful pictures have you seen of Jesus holding a little lamb or perhaps holding a little child with a lamb around his neck or something to that effect? This idea of Jesus with the shepherd's staff or Jesus sitting in a pasture with sheep around him. There's so many beautiful images of Jesus the good shepherd. But this idea of sheep needing a shepherd, if you've ever worked with people, I work extensively with people, and I can understand why Jesus is using this analogy, especially adults. Children, for the most part, believe it or not, when you tell them what to do, they follow your instruction. But adults... Good luck. I've been on pilgrimages with people, and you say, at 2 o'clock, meet right here. And I see them all over the place, like sheep without a shepherd. Hey, get back here, you know. Jesus is very clear that we are sheep, and he is our shepherd. And it's not because he's making fun of us. It's not because he wants us to think that he sees us as less or animal like, but what he's trying to suggest is this that we as human beings need him to be our shepherd, to guide us, to point in the direction of heaven, and to give us what we need to get there. We need God's grace, and just like a sheep is totally dependent on the shepherd, so too are we. We cannot do it alone. We cannot love without the help of God. We cannot forgive without the help of God. We cannot make decisions that are moral and pleasing to God without his grace. And so Jesus tells us what we are to do. This beautiful analogy of how the sheep hear the shepherd's voice and they follow him. This idea of Jesus calling your name this idea of hearing the voice of God through sacred scripture telling us to do the right thing even when it's difficult, to not be afraid, to know that he is with us, that peaceful voice of the Messiah, whether you hear him literally or figuratively, it helps us, friends, to be at peace, to trust, just like players might trust their coach, just like children... Please, God, trust their parents or grandparents or guardians. So much more so are we called to trust in God, who, as Jesus illustrates, is not going anywhere, doesn't run away when the wolf comes, doesn't run away when the times get tough. It is there that God holds us in the palm of his hand. We may feel that he's distant. We may think that he is disinterested. But God is never far from us, for we are the sheep of his flock. And he takes pride in the fact that he is not only our shepherd, but he is the good shepherd. Jesus also talks about laying down his life for the sake of the sheep. We know that he stretched out his hands on Calvary. And you've heard me say in so many of our podcast episodes that Jesus was an active participant in his own execution. He knew what was coming. He never shied away from it. He's not afraid of the devil. He's not afraid of the cross. He's not afraid of negativity. He's not afraid of what people think of him. Jesus is love. Jesus is compassion. Jesus is mercy. And so by being our good shepherd, he models for us how we are to be with others too. And that while anyone else in our lives, family, friends, the church, strangers, government, whoever, might let us down, Jesus will never let us down, ever. And so he is the good shepherd. In verse 14, I am the good shepherd. And I know mine, and mine know me. When you have this relationship with Jesus, friends, nothing can rock our boat. The world may try, the devil may try, our loved ones might try, but we know that Jesus is our foundation. Today is the feast of the Lateran Basilica, on November the 9th where we realize the foundation of the church here on earth that has been instituted by Jesus is here to help us. Well, the church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. He is our good shepherd. He loves you. He calls you by name, dear listeners. He loves you as an individual, and he loves us as a collective. What powerful words here in John chapter 10 to help us to know that we are loved, we are valued, we are protected, and we receive his mercy because Jesus is our good shepherd. And so, for each of us, friends, as we reflect upon this beautiful passage today, may it inspire us, whether today's a great day or a tough day, to know that we can always turn to Jesus, our good shepherd, whether our needs are great or small, and realize that he has our best interest in mind and wishes to watch us be at peace, just like a sheep within the pasture, eating the grass, relaxing and sitting amongst their family and friends, so too are we called to do the same. Immersed in the grace of Jesus, our good shepherd, we move forward as God's children each day. Lord, thank you for being our good shepherd. Thank you for all the blessings you give to us. Help us to never take you for granted so that we may always feel your presence in our lives. For God's Playbook Friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, Please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks and God bless.